Welcome, 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 and welcome to the cast of myself, Sean Ryan. Joined with me on the show today is one of the best artists from Kerry, I must say. It's the one and only Jay Mack. How you getting, man, my man? Uh, it's good to see you, man. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, I'm doing well, man. Doing well. Um, I ask this every time on the show, and you probably know what question I'm going to ask, but where the hell does J Mac come from? Like I was, as I was saying beforehand, like was it from J Mac Solutions in Clarny? Like, uh, not promoted on the show, obviously. No, so um, I've I've seen a couple of the other uh, he cast, and I wish I had like a super cool answer here. Um, I'm not affiliated with J Mac Solutions, but if they want to sponsor me, that's not a problem. Um, but no, man, it was literally my initial. So my name is John Michael Andrew O'Connell, confirmation thing. And uh, what you call it? So my initial spell J Mac. And since I was 13, people have been calling me J Mac. So when I started rapping, I, I thought maybe John Michael was a bit of a funny name to start with. So for rapping, so I said, yeah, let's go with J Mac. Yes, right to the point. A direct story, and she's just, it's. It's a, it's a perfect name for you. Like, um, why did you choose rap music to kind of express yourself and stuff like that? So I grew up on lots of different music. My mother started me off on 80s love ballads. Um, my father listened to Johnny Cash and Frank Sinatra and that kind of crack. It was, and when I was a youth, when I was about 13, 14, I used to listen to rock music and heavy metal. It was actually Eminem, as probably a lot of people. I was introduced to one of his songs, and I was like, this is so different. Now, I suppose the reason I got into rap then after that, and I chose it as the genre, is because, for me, it's the most intricate one. Um, it's, it has the most intricacies. Like, I suppose a lot of the older generation might think it's just talking very fast, but the logistics behind rap, it's, like, it's easier for me to make a song where you're matching four syllables and then changing the chord and doing another four. But to stack a full verse, I went in when I heard Eminem doing it and Joyner Lucas doing it and, and Logic, when I heard all of them guys doing stuff like that, it, it fascinated me and I wanted to see could I do it. And I suppose not only that, man, but it's where real expression comes out because in general songs, you hear a generic line about heartbreak or something like, or, or drug abuse or whatever, whereas in rap, somebody will tell you the specific time, place and everything of when somebody close to them died. So it, it just feels more personal to me. Yeah, and like I can definitely understand with like Eminem I'm kind of resonating with yourself because there is kind of some similarities in the, the way you kind of, you drop your lyrics and stuff like that. Um, but like, obviously your, your, your lyrics are very like, you know, very positive message towards them. And like... My question really is like, do you believe that like beef is good between artists? Like, because obviously in the 1970s and stuff like that, when hip hop kicked off, like beef was a, a main factor of it. Like it was just good. It was, you know, uh, the heart and soul of the the, uh, the scene really. And it's not really being shown as much, but do you think it's like a, a very important part of the rap scene? Yeah, hundred percent. I'll compare it to MMA. It's like MMA. Um, going out and fighting each other on the street for no reason is stupid. It's dumb. There's no point. But standing in front of another man as a competitor and he has an arsenal of skills versus you, he thinks he can beat you with his skills and I think I can beat you with mine. I think that type of rap is good. I think those type of distracts are solid. Like, if you don't believe that you're the best MC or you don't believe that you've got the best bars, then you probably shouldn't be doing it. So for me personally, I, I have no problem barring anybody. Like, if somebody wants to send a verse for me, um i'll send one back the next day and it's not about 
beef it's more about the competitive streak now don't get me wrong if if someone violates i will probably drop a diss track on them like i always say man i'm 90 love and positivity but there is that 10 in all of us so if someone steps on my toes I, i will respond and everything but for the most part i think it's just healthy to have no bars held competitive let's see what we can come up with like if somebody spits a sick bar to me and really violates me and it's a competitive thing i'll actually laugh and i'll start applauding them because i'm like that was a sick bar i love the art so much and i love the craft that i i, I commemorate them for doing it it's like if you get in an mma fight and you get knocked out you're not mad you appreciate the fact that he caught you slipping so that's the way was the reason i wrote the song was just to invoke some emotion out of people and let them know that like because a lot of people were saying why don't we help the irish first why don't we have to and i was kind of saying look lads what what about if the americans said that when we were trying to go tell us island if they just said you know actually sorry you know we were too busy working on our own your own economy is always going to need help but these people are literally dying you know literally dying if it means joe down the road can't have his eight cans this weekend and his pack of fags then i'm happy with that i don't care if he's irish or, or he's not like you know i don't identify like that i love ireland i got mad respect for ireland and everything but I'm not going to begrudge somebody because their skin color is different or anything like that. So for me, it was a case of educating people on what's happening and why I'm doing what I'm doing. Uh, and I feel like music is a great way to do that. Yeah, no, for sure. And you got you got a lot of publicity from that track. Uh, you had an article in the paper. I'm not too sure which paper. Uh, you could probably brief me on that. Uh, but it was impressive. It was impressive to see your face a part of the rap scene and stuff like that being on a newspaper like it's you know it's a, it's a big step up like um like you've um your your sound is is very unique i must say and like you do kind of express yourself in your own voice and stuff like that and i think like what what do you think of like people rapping in different styles maybe sound a bit more uk or you know a bit more american-esque like what's your thoughts on that Look, I mean, I've even had it said to me before. I've had said, why do you rap in an American accent? And I was kind of thinking in my head, I don't think I do. Um, but then here's what it is, man, is that singing, singing, rapping and like whatever and talking are different. You know, your, your accent doesn't come out as much when you're singing or rapping. But um, yeah, man, I, like I lived in Birmingham for five years. Do you know what I mean? Um, so like I might jump, I might jump on a drill tune or a grime track and I might so I like I'll say family. I'll use a lot of the lingo that they use. It, but I, I just I, I, but I think you should be I don't force anything like I, I don't I don't force things like whatever's in my vocabulary. I use that. And especially if it helps a rhyme scheme, but I'm not going to go out of my way to sound like someone else because I, I don't, I don't, I, you know, excuse the language, but I don't fuck with that. Like, you know, I, I think, I think if you're going to rap like next man, you don't really know who you are. You know what I mean? You, you're not really being introspective. You're trying to bite someone else's flow and, and that's dead. Like in the seventies and eighties, man, if you, if you stole somebody's flow, you'd probably get killed. Whereas now people are doing it all willy-nilly like you know people are just copying each other's flows and a guy from from i don't know dublin is trying to sound like man from london and it, it, i i know that's not your accent so why are you trying to lie to me like that's how i feel about it yeah and like you you have a an album coming out quite soon um in the next couple of days and like tell me a bit about this album what's it about why you got into making this album because you've been fairly progressive in terms of you know, you, you've only started six, six odd months ago and you've made a huge impact 
on your own reputation as well as the scene as well like oh, i appreciate that man so i uh, so i'll tell you as much as i can because this issues album is actually part of a three album project so i've got my next three years of music planned um, I've already gotten about half the songs written and a couple recorded off the second album. And I can't say what it is, but once the third album drops, people will be like, ah, oh, that's what he was doing. But for the Issues album that's coming out now in a couple of, well, a couple of days, I guess the best way I can explain it is, is that it, it is exactly what it says on the tin. It's, it's an album about issues. Now, Obviously, I speak about my own personal issues when it comes to mental health, um, when it comes to anxiety, when it comes to self-harming, uh, all that kind of all that kind of dark stuff. Um, and then I talk about a couple of other struggles that I've I've witnessed throughout my life, like domestic violence and um, just other stuff like that, and insecurity in men and women and stuff. And then as but when you're listening to the album, you kind of need to start from the first tune, and every tune I've put on there is is purposely placed where it is because it tells a story it tells a part of a story so once you get from the first tune to the last tune and if you listen through the entirety you'll be like i get what he did here um and then by the time the second and third one drops it's part of an even bigger picture that's all i can kind of really say yeah and it's like i'm looking forward to hearing this first album drop and then listening to the second one and listening to the third one because you know you're a very talented man and like obviously there's a big there's a big plan that you've had in your head to make this project um and even the artwork did you did you design the artwork yourself or did you get someone to draw that or what what way did you get that done so i'm delighted you asked that when it comes to anything, um, I always support my friends first, people that I just happen to know. I'll always support local. I'll always support my friends. So the artwork that I have just here, uh, you'll probably show it anyway, but that's the original copy. Um, I approached one of my friends. It's hanging awkwardly now, but sure look. Um, I approached one of my friends. Her name is Simran. Um, she's a good friend of mine. She's from the UK, but she's in Australia at the moment. And I just sent her a quick message and I said, look, here's my idea for for the the artwork and she smashed it man she sent me she pretty much sent me that back straight away and i was just so impressed with it that i was like yo yeah definitely so she'll be doing the artwork as well um for the next two because it, it, it this image ties in with the the plan for the next two albums as well yeah i was actually just about to ask like is it going to be you know that going to tell a story as well like I think, yeah. you know, even that whole concept is just great that everything is going to link together. And I can't wait to kind of go on that journey and, you know, see that story or even hear that story um, from you. Like, um, and it's great to see that you're like working with local and stuff like that. Um, it's like, obviously, I'm going to ask, like, who did you make the beats yourself for this album or did you outsource it? I'm guessing you're going to say it's probably local, but I want to hear your answer. No, man. Um, I wish. So basically I would, and anyone watching, I'd encourage you work with what you have. So work with what you can. So I'm in a position now where I've got a microphone in my bedroom and I've got my brother on his laptop and he can mix a master and he learned to do it on the same journey as I learned to rap. The one thing that I struggle with, and this is to every beat maker out there, is that I didn't have a source for beats. You know, I have had no source for beats. So what I do is that I normally I know what emotion I want in a song and the general general narrative of it. So what I'll do is I'll go onto YouTube and I'll search and then I'll find five or six different beats. I'll listen to them all. And then before I even start writing words, I'll start going. Sometimes a hook will land in my head and then I'll go, that's the beat. 
and then what I'll do is I'll obviously buy, buy the required licenses and, and stuff like that. And uh, I know there are people out there who's like, oh, he's a YouTube rapper or blah, blah, blah. But look, I'm working with what I can work with. Um, I am currently looking into producing my own beats. Um, we, we've downloaded Fruit Loops and we're looking into it. But on top of the charity work and on top of the writing and on top of the conceptualizing for everything, it's just another string to my bow that I am going to be adding eventually. But for now, I have to use YouTube Beats because that's all that's available to me. Now, I have used a couple of other beats that people have sent me. Um, if any beat maker out there is watching this, send me a beat. Give me two days and I'll have a song written. So, you know, and we can work together. Um, I think some people take the piss with obviously what they're looking for, you know. Um, but if anybody, if there's anybody who's reasonable out there, like um, Vex got beats, shout out to him, man. He made me a sick beat. Um, I, I asked him for a beat and he delivered really, really well. I can't tell you what the project is going to be because that's going to be a big project too. Um, but he really delivered on that. And he was reasonable with prices and stuff as well. So if any of you men are on that, hit me up. I can spit over grime, dance hall. Give me any sort of beat I'll spit over. And like, as I was saying, like that you've kind of, you've grown so quickly. Like, as I was saying, you're only been in the scene for about six months or, you know, maybe a small bit longer. Um, and you've like, you've made a big impact on who you are. Like you have a huge plan all set out and stuff like that. But what would you say to someone who's just kicking off, like ready to, get their first mic and start rapping like what would be the first advice to say okay this is what you should do and this is what you shouldn't do uh you miss 100 percent of the shots you don't take that would be my biggest thing i waited until i was 26 or 25 to even start i am kicking myself because if i had started like a lot of guys when i was 15 or 16 like if my progression has been what it's been in six months and i'm you know like my come across arrogant but i'm very proud of myself man you know um, I, I work at this every day. Make sure if you're going to get into this that your heart's in the right place too. Don't do it for clout. Don't do it for money. Don't do it for any other reason besides that you want to do it. Um, and the main thing I would say as well is write all of the time. Like write, write for the waste ba basket. If you, even, if you, even if you don't make that perfect song or if you don't make that perfect tune, write anyway. I've got bars that I've written that I thought were trash that... Later on, they fitted into another concept that I was doing, and I can actually change. The, I can actually cross the bottom and go, "Oh, that works here." So, my advice to anyone getting into it is: believe in yourself. Um, obviously, work on your craft every single day. Um, if you need a day off, that's fine. But even watch rap battle. You know, you're the gatekeeper of your mind every day. That's what I say. Do you know, if it's like McDonald's, man, you eat McDonald's every day, you get fat. You watch reality TV and and you listen to crap music then you'll make crap music if you listen to conscious rappers and people who have versatile flows and you you pick you, you just start to learn as you go so become a student of the game and work on your craft every day yeah and that's some seriously good advice like for anyone who's uh listening and watching um how do you promote yourself as an artist like obviously as i was saying like you were on the newspaper and stuff like that and made a big impact and this you know this charity walk uh to Derry like is a big thing um you know like how how else do you kind of get yourself out there i would actually say that and this is crazy most of my engagement is from people that i've been good to in my life like for example a friend that i'd done a good deed for years ago without expecting anything in return it's paying off now like what i would actually say to people is gas people up it doesn't cost you anything gas your friends up gas strangers up help people offer your service services where you can and add value to other people's lives because it comes back in tenfold 
Like, don't go out and do something directly expecting to get something back because that's not kindness. That's a business transaction. But like, if you just show love, you'll get shown love. It's as simple as that. You receive the energy that you get back. So my promotion just comes from me being a good guy as much as I can be. Um, on top of that, obviously, um, it helps that I worked in sales and I've worked in marketing and stuff like that. So like, like Instagram mainly, I promote myself. A little bit on Facebook as well. Um, uh, yeah, just pretty much Instagram. Like just just whatever social media people people are, are, are fucking with at the time. And like, what do you think is missing from the scene right now to kind of get it to that extra step up? Versatility, uh, number one. Like the reason that the UK blew up the way it was is look at Kano, Skepta, JME, all of them. Like all the guys who blew that scene up, Wiley, like they all were different. They didn't do the same stuff as what the US was doing. Do you know what I mean? And now the UK scene is better than the US scene. So we need rappers to come out who aren't just talking about the same stuff. Because there'll always be them rappers who are just talking about the same stuff. And they make good tunes. Don't get me wrong. I'm not hating on anybody. But don't think just because you're different and you're rapping about different stuff that no one wants to hear it. You never know who you can help. Like to the emo rappers, to the whatever kind of rap, mental health rappers. People need that stuff and they will mess with it. Uh, and they will, you know, they will vibe to it. The other thing as well is stuff like what you're doing, man. Like, shout out to you, man. I got to gas you up on your own show because it's stuff like this where you're not, you're not blocking anybody. You're not stopping anybody. You know, your the versatility, the platform, platform is what we need. We need, we need some version of fire in the boot for Irish rappers where a guy can come on and spit a nine minute verse. We need radio. We need a station and we just need the exposure because the bars are there. The talent is there and the beats are there. All we need is that exposure. Give it five years and we'll blow. Yeah, and like, obviously you have this album dropping quite soon. Um, but what's your kind of aim as an artist for 21? What else do you want to get done? Is it collaborating with different artists? Is it maybe, you know, doing some different work? Or what is the aim? So I have about four to five features in the pipeline. Um, I've got a couple of guys from the UK I'm jumping on tracks with. Um, who are extremely ta talented, uh, Rammer, he's on my uh, my Instagram, and then Figure, Figure 9 as well, two very talented artists. They're going to blow at some stage. Um, I'm doing a couple of features with them. And then I'm um, I'm an open book, man. I Like, for me, it's not so much a plan. Like, I, I have, I write a song nearly every day, and if I don't, I'll write it in two days. So I've got, I've got a pipeline of music, you know, I've got a couple of R&B tunes waiting to drop, but I want to drop the album first and then move into the R&B world. I've got a couple of dancehall tunes or dancehall beats. Like, I, I just want to see, I want to push my limits to see how versatile I can get, how much I can improve. I'll be doing a freestyle Friday every Friday on my page. And yeah, man, I just want to grow as an artist and, and hone my craft. And then whatever happens, happens. Uh, in terms of dropping the second album, that'll probably happen end of 2021 or else start of 2022. And it's all to do with finances. Um, but other than that, if any Irish artist wants to work, send me a beat, send me your verse, and I'll get back to you in a couple of days. Yeah, like you're very, you're very open to do stuff. And like, it's a great attitude to have in the scene. Um, I have a question here from Instagram and stuff like that who've, who've commented. Um, who would you like to collaborate in the future? Mm. So talking the Irish scene, I suppose, yeah. 
Well, it was general enough, so it could be the US or the UK scene even. I mean, <laughs> top of the list would be a tune with K-Coke, just because I just I just rate K-Coke so much, man. Like, I got so much love for Coke. Like, I, I, I love other artists in the UK, like Mike Righteous. Um, H is doing his thing. He's a bad man. Uh, who else? English Frank, all them boys. But I just think flow-wise and I think cadence-wise and I just think what we do together, I think I could definitely do something interesting with K-Coke. Moving past that, uh, talking about Irish artists and everything, uh, I want to show some love to, like, Joyce, who you had on um, a couple of days or a couple of weeks ago. Um, I can see that she's going to be doing her thing. Uh, Jay Skinny, who dropped business. Uh, I'd like to work with him at some point. Uh, potentially work with um, Conway as well. You know, he dropped that hot box and everything. I thought he was pretty sick. Um, so, yeah, man, I'm, I'm kind of down to work with anybody, really. Yeah, as I was saying, like, I'm delighted to hear that you're so open and making the scene a better place, like you have a, that drive. Um, is there anything else that you want to plug before we kind of wrap up the show? Uh, I suppose just, lads, pay attention. Just just honestly, like, you, you, I know rappers say it all the time, but you're not ready. Like, honestly, like the, the kind of progression and the kind of the, the, the effort that I'm putting into this is going to resonate in all of the tracks. Like whether if you've heard one of my tunes before and it wasn't for you, please listen to the rest of them because I I never try and make the same tune twice. Do you know what I mean? I have got so much stuff to talk about that. Just pay attention to my my Instagram. That's where I post the updates and stuff. So follow me. Um, Issues album will be available on all platforms: iTunes, Spotify. You can pre-save the link on Spotify now. That that link is in my bio in the description. So make sure you pre-save the album. Uh, yeah, and just just look out for the name J Mac, man, because I'm not stopping. Do you know what I mean? I have no intention of stopping, and I'm coming for the game. Yeah, man, you definitely have the attitude for it. So we're going to wrap it up here in the heat zone for everyone watching on YouTube and everyone listening on our Spotify. Make sure to follow us on Instagram, and we'll see you in the next one. The flow is dripping in sauces, they can love it or hate it. As long as it's authentic, yellow life in times of that character, the boss with it. Put it on repeat, kick up your feet and get lost in it. The people gone cold, so we just flick through our phones, looking for glitz on the ground. Forget the people at home, whatever I spit from a script, I spit it straight off the dome. You already know, game I got the coldest of flows. So grab a seat, sit down, and get out your tissues. And welcome to the place I like to talk about my issues. I must admit, it's quite nice for me to do this with you. So listen to the stories about me and what my demons been through.